You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome back to Catholic Schools Today, a special edition of Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750. The time is 8.37 on this beautiful Monday morning in Chicago. And our phone number, 312-255-8408. Father Greg Sakowitz, the rector of Holy Name Cathedral, and co-host, Dr. Jim Rigg, superintendent of Catholic Schools. Jim, take it away for our next guest and segment. Happy to. So uh, we've been talking a lot about um, e-learning and remote learning uh, that has been happening in our schools since mid-March when we uh, had to close our school buildings because of the COVID pandemic. Uh, and so we really haven't had students back in our buildings. And in spite of that, I know each of our Catholic schools in the Archdiocese has worked hard to recognize those students who are graduating this year, students who are graduating from 12th grade and going on to college, and students that are graduating from 8th grade and going on to high school. Uh, I, myself, Father Greg, had an eighth grader who uh, graduated this year. Uh, my kids' school did their graduation last weekend. Well, congratulations. Was, uh, a, thank you. It was a parking lot graduation, so everybody kind of stayed in their cars. Yeah. And then when the graduate's name was read, uh, my son came up and um, grabbed his diploma from a table that was at the front of the parking lot. So, you know, we're all, we're all being very creative during yeah. this unprecedented yeah. time with our schools. Uh, and I know and instead of clapping, of instead of clapping, you all honked your horns. Sorry, go ahead. Instead of clapping, you all honked your horns. <laughs> we did actually, and uh, and flashed our headlights. Uh, for That's sure. great. Uh, yeah. Um, so uh, I I know that the students of the class of 2020, both the 12th graders and the 8th graders that I've talked to, have been extremely gracious. Uh, it's been a difficult time, I know, for them to miss out on a lot of the usual events that graduates get to go through uh, special dances yeah. and award ceremonies and, and other types of events. Uh, but uh, every student I've talked to has just been so uh, gracious, um, in, you know, looking at what's been going on. And so we are very fortunate to have some students on the phone with us from St. Leonard School in Berwyn. So graduates from this year's Class of 2020 at St. Leonard School are looking forward to next school year and the beginning of their high school. We have two eighth graders on the phone, Nico and Jorge, who have been at St. Leonard since they were kindergartners. And we also have on the phone with us Colleen Manika, who is a junior high math teacher at St. Leonard. Uh, so Colleen, Jorge, Nico, do we have you with us? Yes, I'm with you, Dr. Rigg. How are you? It's Colleen Manica. Manica. I'm so sorry I mispronounced your last That's name. That's okay. <laughs> and then do we also have Jorge have and Nico on the line, too? Jorge and Nico? Yes, yes. I'm here. Well, first of all, to Jorge and Nico, congratulations. It says here that Jorge is an alum of St. Leonard, class of 2020, and a Daniel Murphy Scholar. And Nico, an alum of St. Leonard, and uh, congratulations to both of you. And, it, um, and so now, but according to this, well, let me ask you this. Jorge and Nico, 
as you are, have you just graduated from St. Leonard's School? And did you have a graduation ceremony of some type, like Dr. Rigg talked about for, um, uh, at his, his grammar school? No. Did they, they we mail? Have, we, have not, we have not, but we will actually this Friday. At, oh, it's um, the, oh, it's this Friday. In our parking lot, too. Oh, in your parking lot, too. Okay, so for this yeah. Friday. That's, that's wonderful, and it, uh, that's terrific. Now, Colleen, you've been at the St. Learning School for how long? Um, I'm, I'll be entering my seventh year in the fall. And you're junior high math teacher. Correct. And, it, um, and so, according to this, Jorge and for Nico, Jorge, you are now moving on to St. Lawrence School, and Nico, you're going to De La Salle Institute. Yes. Am I correct? Yes. In fact, let me read this a little bit. Look at this. It says here, Jorge will be attending St. Lawrence, was an active student council member, loves math, and is very detail-oriented. And Nico will be attending De La Salle Institute as a legacy student, is an active reader, loves American history, and very compassionate. And, of course, Colleen is a Catholic school alum, parents of alums, and under, understands the value of Catholic education. So it's a uh, very interesting that you have a real love for the school and love for the area. Now let me ask you this, Colleen. In the last three months, what's been the hardest, toughest challenge with this whole stay-at-home-for-teaching for the children? Well, my, my biggest concern as an educator was to make sure I was still delivering quality instruction to my students on a daily basis. So how was I going to do that within the confines of my own home. So I actually used my um, own daughter's easel and put my laptop on a piano bench and projected the laptop onto my easel and presented Zoom lessons three to four hours a day wow. um, to uh, still deliver instruction. So uh, direct instruction was still happening. It was the uh, delivery method had just changed. But now, Colleen, isn't Zoom learning, doesn't that make it much more challenging? Uh, it, it, the most challenging aspect of Zoom was you do not have as, you know, the upper hand as like in, in the classroom management situation. You know, it, it was uh, definitely more challenging to maintain students' attention because they're in their own environment, in right. their own home, in their own bedroom, with so many other distractions, yeah. <laughs> as opposed to, you know, the conducive um, environment of a classroom, you know, for learning. Mm. So that was probably the biggest challenge. But at the end of the day, I think the students just really appreciated, like, being together, even though it was remotely, they still were able to converse with each other and interact with each other and catch up on, you know, whatever is happening in their lives as junior high students. Now, Jorge, as a recipient of being taught, did you find e-learning at home to be easier, harder, more challenging? How about for you, Jorge? Um, well, e-learning, um, it could sometimes be challenging because now, as Ms. Manica said, um, now that um, we're all at our, our own homes, we're not in the classroom anymore, it's, it's different because um, you, it's not the same. To me, it's not the same to learn on 
on Zoom than in the classroom mm-hmm. because there are so many more distractions, as yeah. Mrs. Manica said. Yeah. How about for you, Nico? Um, I would say um, the biggest challenge has a challenge in its own. Um, not only like what you said, um, such as your family doing something in the background, or maybe you have something to do at the same time. Um, but I would say uh, the hardest part uh, for me was probably keeping up with all the emails. Ah, keeping up with all the emails and the, yeah, you know, you know, uh, Jim, I would find that if I were in Nico or Jorge's position, that I'd find it very difficult with all the distractions that can go about. Because you're in a classroom, you, know, you have your students around you, your classmates, but then you're focused with the teacher. But at home, there's so many distractions, and it's, it's a whole different environment. It absolutely is, but um, I have been amazed by the creativity and ingenuity uh, that our teachers have shown during this really unprecedented time. I mean, uh, listening uh, just a few minutes ago to Colleen describe how she conducted Zoom lessons. I mean, our, our teachers and our principals have really stepped up. And uh, I've heard uh, a lot of praise out of the mouths of, of parents and others, you know, in spite of the circumstances, uh, about the quality of uh, e-learning happening in our schools, uh, particularly compared to a lot of our public school districts that, for one reason or another, really seem to struggle to get good e-learning launched. Nothing, Father Greg, can replace face-to-face instruction. And as I said earlier in the program, it is our intent to resume face-to-face instruction in the fall. Uh, But in in spite of the circumstances, I I really commend our teachers and principals for their hard work and really thinking uh, outside the box and making sure that our students can continue to benefit from a high-quality When you think about it, uh, Jim, and for also this would be for um, uh, anybody listening, is that you think about how quickly this came about. This was not like plan e-learning from all summer and kick in the fall. All of a sudden we have uh, school ending on mid-March. You're going to pick up and start with e-learning. Right. Well, we we announced the closure of our buildings on Friday the 13th of March. Yes. And most of our schools were able to launch with e-learning the following Monday. So they they turned it around in a weekend, which I think is uh, so remarkable and commendable. Uh, so really, uh, Colleen, you have my deepest respect for what you and the, and yeah. the teachers of the Archdiocese have been able I to pull off. That. But I suspect, Colleen, you are looking forward to face-to-face instruction in the fall. Oh, most definitely, Dr. Rick. Uh, returning to the classroom is definitely, you know, um, what we all desire as, as teachers, you know, to be back in in the classroom with our students, you know, delivering direct instruction the way it was intended to be delivered. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to go to a break here on Catholic Schools Today, a special edition of Catholic Chicago, WNDZ 750, 312-255-8408. Father Greg Sackles with Dr. Jim Rigg. And our guests are Colleen Manica, a junior high math teacher at St. Leonard School in Berwyn. And along with Colleen, we have Jorge and Nico, two alum graduates of St. Leonard, class of 2020, back after these messages and again do not touch that dial
Throughout our nation and our world, people of all faiths have recently been joining fervently in all kinds of prayer. They have found that coming together in prayer is a source of comfort and strength. In this spirit of unity, the Archdiocese of Chicago has introduced a call to prayer, a telephone line dedicated to prayer. If you would like to join with another person in prayer, call 312-741-3388. This line is staffed from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily with parishioners from across the Archdiocese of Chicago. These volunteers are here to listen to you, offer support, and pray with you. A call to prayer includes a 24-hour voicemail and email options as well. Experience this wonderful opportunity to join with people just like you who trust in the power of prayer. That phone number again is 312-741-3388. Let's pray together today. We invite you to watch Catholic Chicago this weekend, featuring a conversation with Cardinal Blaise Supich and video highlights from across the Archdiocese. Here's host Todd Williamson. We'll talk with Cardinal Blaise Supich about the outreach efforts underway by the Catholic Church to help people in need during the COVID-19 pandemic. We'll show you how online masses have become a common way of worship, and we'll give you a sampling of how teachers and students in Catholic schools are being creative and productive during the health crisis. Watch Catholic Chicago Friday at 7 p.m. on Chicago Loop Cable, Channel 25, and Sunday afternoon at 3 on the Comcast Network, Channel 100. Catholic Schools Today, a special edition of Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750. Father Greg Sack was Dr. Jim Rigg. The time is coming up to 8.51 on this Monday morning in Chicago. We're talking with uh, Miss Colleen Manica, a junior high math teacher from St. Leonard Grammar School in Berwyn, and two graduates of 2020 class, Jorge and Nico. And Dr. Jim Rigg, take it away. Happy to do it. I really loved uh, talking with you all in the first segment. Uh, discussing in depth uh, e-learning and uh, both the challenges and successes of the last uh, several weeks as we concluded the school year. Uh, Colleen Manica, I, I know in addition to being a junior high math teacher at St. Leonard, uh, you yourself went to Catholic schools and you sent your children uh, through Catholic schools. Uh, so tell us a little bit about why you think Catholic education is important. Well, I, I think it develops the whole whole person, Dr. Ray, uh spiritually, academically, and socially. It, it offers the academic experience that, you know, it is, is just unique to, to the parochial school system. You know, we, it, the goal is for all, all individuals as they're progressing through life to become functioning, well-productive members of society, to be good people. To, and, and then to be, you know, successful in, in their chosen field. And I think just a Catholic school uh, education just provides that in every sense of the word, you know, and it, 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 it truly is a gift. And in this day and age, you know, I recognize being the parent of a Catholic, you know, of children who attended Catholic schools, 
It is a tremendous sacrifice for parents. Now, and Colleen, it was a you... tremendous sacrifice back in the day. My dad worked three jobs to make sure that we wow. had the best. He said, if I can't give you, if I can, his goal was to always give us the best, and the best for him was the Catholic education. Now, you have to share with all our listeners what you, what you told us uh, during the commercials about your 93-year-old mother, what she said to you. My my 93-year-old mother was, was a very... Uh, is, is still a stickler for details and keeping her receipts and documenting everything. And she was looking through her documentation. She said, I was just looking through my books the other day, and I spent a lot of money on Catholic education. And I said to her, Mom, and again, we all say that it's the best gift you ever gave us. We didn't have the fanciest vacations or or the new cars or the biggest house, but boy, did we have the best education that they could give us. Talk about an investment, <laughs> an investment Great. for life. It is truly an investment for life. Now, let me ask you this, Jorge. As a, an alum of St. Leonard School, in your years at St. Leonard, you've been there since, I think, kindergarten, is as much as you look forward to high school coming up in the fall, what was the best part of your years that you enjoyed most at St. Leonard Grammar School? Um, well, I actually I enjoyed every single year because um, every every even every day I learned something new. Because as Miss Manica said, it's um, to be at a Catholic school. It's it's um, it's really it's it's a good education, and St. Leonard has has given has given me a good education because every year I learn a lot of new things but I also have fun at the same time. And teachers were very caring? Yes, they're very caring. And how about for you, Nico? What's the best part you enjoyed about uh Saint Leonard Grammar School? I was there uh into uh two years of uh my middle school career as uh in seventh grade. Um, I had a wonderful teacher, Miss Williams. Um, and then we also had science, which was an um, interesting thing to do. Uh, it helped me with my school. That's wonderful. And so it, uh, right. that's just tremendous. You know, and Colleen, I know that even though we are now moving into summer vacation, you'll be busy preparing to get ready for the fall because it's been just a time in our history that has been unmatched in terms of with COVID-19 and also now the whole uh, uh, the racial unrest to try to bring some systemic change. But um, as you look forward into the next year, what do you vision for St. Leonard coming up in the fall? Well, I, I look forward to, like I indicated before, just returning to the uh, classroom and our, our regular routine and greeting the students on a, on a daily basis and reinforcing how important it is that we lead God-centered lives and that we remember to, you know, just the golden rule to treat others the way we would like to be treated. And I think if every person, you know, reminded, you know, himself or herself of, of that old adage, you know, our world would be a much uh, more peaceful place you to know, live in, that's for sure. It's very interesting to see that because I look back upon my own life when to... Mary Seed of Wisdom Grammar School, Notre Dame College Prep High School, and I turned down a scholarship to uh, Northwestern University to enter the seminary when I was 18 years old to become a priest. And um, I really look back on my life and say, 
the Catholic education I received was phenomenal. Now, interesting, when I'm in grammar school and high school, I don't think I appreciated as much as I could have because you take it for granted. You take it for granted. But you look back in your life in the rearview mirror and you reflect upon it. You say, man, was I blessed for my parents to give me a Catholic education at Mary State of Wisdom in Park Ridge and Notre Dame College Prep. And, I'm, and, and Dr. Jim Rick, the same for you? Absolutely. So, um, you know, I was a, a teacher and a principal before I had my own children. And, you know, was obviously bought into the mission. Uh, but it has been so gratifying to see my own four children uh, go up through the school system. I, ha- I will next year have two in high school and two at our parish grade school. And to just see firsthand the impact of a Catholic education as a parent, to see uh, the kind of people that my own children are growing into, uh, really just uh, extraordinary uh, and profound uh, as, a, as a parent, in addition to it uh, as an educator. Now, and just the last... So, I, go ahead, Jim. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was was going to ask Nico, uh, he's a person after my own heart. Uh, I was a history teacher, and it's great to hear about your interest in history. And so maybe to ask you and Jorge both, starting with you, Nico, as you go into high school, kind of do you have a thought of, of, you know, what direction you'd like to go in in life, uh, you know, in terms of career and college? Uh, Did you want to be a teacher one day, uh, Nico? Have you thought about what would you like to do, Nico, when you grow up? Given that any thought, a career. Uh-huh. I think a historian. Wow. Then I learned uh, historians. Uh, it's usually hard to find a job for them. Yeah, good. How about how about for you, Jorge? Um, maybe something in electronics. Good for like, you. Uh, technology. That's wonderful. Great. We need to bring this program to a close. We want to thank, in a very special way, Colleen Manica, junior high math teacher from St. Leonard's Grammar School, and to his two alums, Jorge and Nico, class of 2020 from St. Leonard Grammar School. We want to thank, in a very special way, Dr. Jim Rigg, all the way from home, as we are hosting and co-hosting the program this morning. And Dr. Drew Rigg, I'll see you at the program for next month. And to our great work of our producer, Jasmine Kiros, and also a great engineer, Brian Hockey Hitman Brock. To our listeners, God bless. Stay safe. Have a wonderful week. Thank you. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.